0: this week's episode of the down the pub podcast i'm joined all the way from the emerald isle by cbu's news recruit Keane lynch Keane gives a fascinating insight into his footballing journey and tells what cbu can expect from him you can follow the show on instagram and on facebook head to down to subscribe so you never miss an episode now on with the show Dublin town I'm joined this week by Keen uh, Lynch. Keen will be playing at uh, Cape Breton University next year. Uh, welcome to the show, Kane. Hi, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I thought the people in Cape Breton would like to know a little bit about you. So uh, what position do you play and what can people expect from you?
1: Uh, I'm a striker or I can play out wide as well. Obviously, before, before I prefer to play up top, you know, have my name in there with the goals. Uh, but yeah, I'll just work hard and uh, do my best for the team. Hopefully chip in with a few goals.
0: Yeah, like, there. Cape Breton's a really, it's a really good university. Like, they've uh, they've done really well the last couple of years, so they're probably gonna expect a lot from you. Yeah, I've
1: seen. I know that's what the coach is saying to me, saying as long as I score about ninety goals a season, they'll have no problems with
0: me. So uh, the expectations <laughs> are through the roof already. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, all right? Obviously, you as people can hear from your accent, you're from Dublin. So, uh, what um what clubs have you played for in Ireland? Uh, I've been all over the place a bit to be honest. So I started off
1: at Beach Park when I was very, very, very young. Then I went on to SCAF Celtic, uh, had a stint or two with Mount. went out to
0: Mountview and Blanchon and went up to Cabin there. That's where I've been last. Obviously Cabin are like a, they play in the, the fourth division in the the League the League of Ireland. So what was what was the standard like playing for Cabin in the in the fourth division? It was very good actually I was surprised because obviously when you're
1: growing up obviously you grow up watching a lot of the the Premier League and watching all these big names and then you don't really get to hear too much about the league Ireland going around obviously unless they're going down to the grounds to watch it and obviously compared to the players in the Premier League it's not going to be up to that standard so then when I did go down I ended up playing it was the first time I was shocked at how good the standard actually was and even you're playing with lads who have been over in England and it's actually quite a high standard I don't think people would Expected to be as high as that actually is until they actually get down and watch
0: it. So did you get to play? Uh, and you have the uh, the uh, the big grounds over there, like Tolka Park or anything like that. Yeah, I played in Tolka, uh,
1: played in Dundalk's Grand Oil Park, played in Tallah Stadium a couple of times, uh, played in Richmond Park got Patch in a closed door friendly. So I got to play in a lot of the kind of bigger grounds that we have over here. So uh, what was your favourite one? Uh, probably Tallis Stadium definitely has to be Tallis Stadium it's just I think it's just a little bit above
0: the rest of the grounds yeah like I'm uh, I'm I'm from the north side but I'm actually like a Rovers fan so like most of my friends are Bowls fans so uh, they don't really talk to me that much so uh, <laughs> I, 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 to be it's honest with, yeah, yeah, so because I've been over here for so long I haven't even, I haven't actually had a chance to make it out there so I'm dying to go check it out because unfortunately like there's not that much money in the League of Ireland so a lot of these grounds are kind of not in the best of shape, so uh, obviously the Tallers and the Os ones, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. Yeah, I only have to add in a new stand as well, so it's only getting better. Oh, wow. That's, so, how
1: many many people does a hold now? Uh, I'm not sure. I know the game the other day against
0: Dundalk had, a, I think it was a record, I think it was dead, just over 7,500 people at it. So, that's, yes. Yeah, so, so the they, the Halifax Wanderers here in the city, they average, I think, like 6,000. So, uh Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. And it's, it's it's like a temporary stadium as well. So yeah, they're doing really well here. Like the they're probably like the best supported team in Canada right now. So um they have great links for Cape Breton University. Uh, Peter Shalit played at Cape Breton last year and he was probably like one of their better players. So he's back in the squad this year. So do you think we might see it in the CPL next year or in the next couple of years?
1: Well, that, that, that's a goal, isn't it? I mean, you know, like you said yourself, a lot of the C B U lads. I uh, know a couple of them got drafted now this year. So I think they're kind of scattered around the CPL at the minute. So if I follow on like a few of them and get myself in
0: the window, it wouldn't be a bad thing at all. Yeah, uh, we've got um, Corey Bent, who's uh, actually related to Darren Bent. I don't know if you remember Darren Bent that he used to play for. Yeah. Spurs and and uh, Charlton. Yeah, yeah, he actually got drafted by them there uh, for this season. So yeah, there's definitely a good connection there. So I think you're going to the right university, my friend. Yeah, uh, 100%. So I, I see... Uh, that you played in the States for Savannah College of Art and Design in Georgia. Is that right? Yeah, that's the one. How, did, uh, how, did, how does a lad from uh, Luke end up in <laughs> playing football in Georgia in the States? Uh, I don't, it, it was a weird one. So
1: kind of just, I was in sixty, you know, yourself, you know you're leaving south and I uh, think <laughs> the majority of us back home, you don't actually have any idea what we want to do. Well, once you get to leave and stuff done, and there was one lad there. Uh, he was in my year. He, you know, I think, he had family in the states or something, so he was always kind of going back and forth. And I remember one day, we were just in a, uh, in class, kind of just dosing, and there uh, he was talking to me, and he was kind of just saying, he was like, oh, "Would you ever go over to the states, uh, go college, there, play football, or whatever?" And I just kind of said to him, thinking like, thinking nothing of it, I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, be daddy. Like, I wouldn't mind. You know, what I mean? it's a new experience." And uh, he turned around and said, to me, "He's like, oh, well I'm going down to uh, it's like an open trial this weekend for uh, an agency, basically that like." kind of act as like not, not not an agent for you so to speak but kind of like advertise it to these American colleges so I ended up just going down to him and then next thing I knew I was just on the phone to uh, some colleges in America to just talk about office and then one thing led to another and I found myself in Georgia.
0: So, so did you get a scholarship? Uh, yeah I was on a full ride thankfully. Wow so did you uh, what, what did you actually study when you were there or did you study? <laughs> I mean I, I, I was supposed to be studying how much of it actually got done is another thing
1: so obviously like, like you said it was in a, an art and design school so obviously uh, it's actually funny like me me and the, the four lads who me and four other English lads were kind of, we went over the same year so uh, we all went over kinda of in the same boat like just for, purely for the football but obviously you have to do the education as well so it's different than obviously American that we're you can kind of go in and out of trying a few different subjects before you actually settle in your major. Unlike back home where you have to decide kind of before you even graduate what you're going to do in college. And uh, we, we got over there and uh, obviously the coach was English as well. So he was kind of just trying to recruit us saying, oh, you'll be fine. You know, it's not, not too much art stuff or anything like you'll be grand. It's just normal classes. And we got like, right, fair enough. And I remember the first week the four of us got in there and we are doing a two-and-a-half-hour drawing and painting classes. <laughs> and uh, so we are there. <laughs> They'd uh, sit us down in the classroom, give us, like, uh, charcoal and stuff, and uh, say, I'll oh, draw away. So you've got these people, like, beside us, who've been drawing, uh, doing art their whole lives, so, like, drawing the Mona Lisa beside you, and you're here drawing stick men, you <laughs> know, and then you have to go up and present it in front of the class and kind of talk your way around it and you could see when me and the other lads would go up first of all they could barely understand us with our accent, so they felt bad for us already but then you could see the looks in their eyes kind of when they're looking at us drawing <laughs> thinking how are these lads after I'm getting into this college <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: that was amazing so, so did you actually do any like art when you're in like school no none <laughs> I think I might, I might have done like
1: a bit in TY I think I might have done like a tiny bit of drawing as a mess but like
0: Never have I, like, ever been into art, at all of my life, so how I ended up at an art design college is beyond me. So, so how long were you in, uh, how long were you in Georgia then for? Uh, about a year and a half, I think, yeah, about a year and a half, I'd say, maybe just over. So, is there any of these, uh, pictures around anywhere that I can, like, put up onto the site? No, they've been, they've been gone, they've been gotten rid of. It. So, i get better off. <laughs> so. Oh my god! I just, I can just picture those poor people sitting there going, "Like what the hell?" Like I spent, they probably like spent like forty grand for the year, <laughs> and then you cowboys are up there <laughs> uh, <Your> finger painting. <laughs> so, um, so, getting back to football, uh, what was the uh, what was the standard like then in the colleges with the states? Like, was it was a successful time there, or how was the team that you played on? We had a, yeah, we had a good team. I think we we kind of
1: got unfortunate in my freshman year. So we had a very good team. Whereas we were built of uh, mainly most of the team were freshmen or sophomores, and uh, a lot of us were kind of European. We had some lads from like Norway, uh, whereas we have England, Scotland, Denmark, Germany, everywhere kind of. And uh, so we had a good mix, which is that that's kind of something you don't get too much in the garden. Like you're playing mainly with other people from Ireland so you don't get a lot of different kind of styles whereas when you went over to the States you're learning off, like you, you have some Brazilian people that are just like the, the technical ability they've got is ridiculous so obviously you're learning different things but then we ended up coming against a team who I think they had sixteen or seventeen seniors, like they were all like wait, we were coming over 18, eighteen, nineteen year olds, Not a lot of these were like twenty six, twenty seven year old Brazilians who just absolutely popped us off the pack. I think they went on beating that year and then just lost in like the quarterfinals and nationals or something. But they're unbelievable. So I'd say if we, if we had a got them a different year, we might have went further than we did. But yeah, it was definitely definitely a good year to start off.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's always uh, nice, as you said, to to play with lads from different countries because you do do learn those different styles but it kind of seems a little bit unfair that they would have freshmen playing against seniors you know it's like oh yes man like I didn't I didn't understand how it worked because like I thought
1: we'd all be the same like you might have people from like say 18 to 24 and I didn't realise I knew there was the NCAA uh, but I didn't know I was going out playing the NAIA where they have a lot less uh, kind of like restrictions on like age limits and stuff so you get a lot of lads like uh who, they, that team had a couple of lads who were like ex professionals who had played professionally in Brazil and then obviously just finished up playing professionally and then came over to America to get their uh, degree. So, like, some of them were unbelievable players who were just there at, coming to the
0: end of their careers and just wanted to get themselves a degree now. So, so basically, like, your. Fresh off the plane from from Lupin. you're in there. You can't draw, and then next thing, Ronaldinho comes out onto the pitch. <laughs> That's uh... pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were there for you are there for a year and a half. Uh, sounds like you had a great experience, and it must have helped as well having like people from England and Scotland and stuff like that to like, on the same kind of wavelength. So um, was all like, in, did they stay on campus or did they put you up somewhere? Like, what kind of way did that work?
1: Yeah, we were put in in the dorms. So basically, the, the dorms are top quality at that college. Uh, They're brand newly built for uh, us that we got in that year. We got lucky that the dorms are brand new that year, and uh, it's basically like it, was, it felt like it was on holidays a lot of the time, really. Because it was like when you go on holidays and you're just saying like. Uh, like the little apartments in Spain, like little two-bedroom things. So you, you, you could imagine yourself, four lads away from home for the first time, just all living together
0: in one place. Yeah, like no drinking. It was all studying, right? Like you're there, like the own pottery and all that shit, right? Ah, oh, yeah, we're up late doing <laughs> our painting. To <laughs> so so you finished up there in that... Uh, uh, so, so obviously you didn't finish your your, your arts degree, but you did, you did stay in the States, though. You were still playing there, weren't you? You went to, like, was it Lakeland Tropics?
1: Yeah, I went down to play for the Lake and Tropics then. So, so I actually transferred. I went up to uh, a college in Indiana. I transferred up there. I went to them in the off-season. and So there, there wasn't much football, obviously. So I went up there, and then it was kind of the polar opposite to the the weather in the Savannah. I went from, like, 30 degree heat to... Uh, I think when I got up to Indiana, it was like minus 30 or something like just snowstorms, <laughs> and like you'd be getting up at like 6 in the morning to go do your gym sessions before class uh, with the team and they could be walking through blizzards like it was mental so and that kind of threw my head off a little bit then I went down to play for the lake and the tropics then for the summer I played there in the USL too so I got to get myself back in the
0: sun yeah so uh, how did you end up down in Florida then did you know somebody down there like it just seems weird that you went from University in Indiana to just a USL 2 team in uh, Florida. It was one of them, uh, actually, the, the ex
1: professional Brazilians who I was playing against when I was playing against one of the times. He got to talk to me, he was like, at the game, He was like, well, you, you don't, you, you're, you're a really annoying person to play against. Yeah. I didn't know whether to take it as a compliment or an insult, but I was like, uh, like, Nice. And then he, he was like, he, he was trying to recruit me then to come to their team next year. and He was like, Oh, hey, uh, take my number, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then he ended up talking to the coach of the Lakeland Tropics team who turned out was, he was Irish as well, he's from Cork. So he, he texted me one day, he was like, uh, uh, this coach is looking for a striker for the summer uh, and I told him the way i playing against you, he's like, he'd love to talk to you. So I ended up just getting on the phone to him and having a chat with him and then, I don't think he even knew I he was Irish at the time and he got kicked up the phone
0: and he had he me talk to him he's
1: kind of like, hang on a sec, where
0: are you from? It's <laughs> the weirdest Indiana accent I've ever heard in my life. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that. <Stop. laughs> so uh, so, so, how did you get on then how many did, did you play like a full season down in Florida or uh, the wait I played so that, that league
1: only runs through the summer so I got down there in when did I get there probably maybe July no not even a lot before that probably May maybe Uh played the summer there before I went back up to Indiana so I played probably May, June, July then around August I would have went up to
0: Indiana again the season obviously you started playing games then in Indiana did you when you went back in August no, I went back and then I just kind of, my head was kind of all over
1: the place after like a couple of things went on to somewhere like personal, personally. And then I wasn't, my head just wasn't really in it. And I just got like homesick and my head was kind of all over the place. And then that's when I kind of
0: ended up just coming home. So then how did you, uh, how did you end up being recruited by Cape Breton? Uh, so one of the lads who I was with in Savannah,
1: he ended up moving up to Canada. He's playing in, is it Kamloops? in yep. British Columbia somewhere, he's playing there and uh he knew uh one of the lads who plays for Cape Breton, uh University yeah. Marcus, I think Marcus Captain Ali or something his name is and Colum got talking to him somehow and kinda of just passed my name on to him. And then he passed my name on to the coach. And then I was kinda of, I wasn't even planning on coming back over. I was settled back home and I had planned on I was just gonna start up the next season with back with Cabin Tealy and playing the League of Ireland. And then uh Marcus texted me and he was saying, look uh Callum was telling me, you're banging goals for fun. He's like, my coach wants to get in touch with you and see about getting you back over. So I kind of just said it. I was like, I'll, I'll talk to him. So I got talking to the coach and I didn't realise how good a programme CBU actually had and if came the success they had. So then after I got in the phone with the coach and he was kind of running me through the history of the programme and the quality of players they've got. Like he was telling me, I think the other striker they've got there has played for like United, Man United Academy or something, which I wasn't expecting to hear on the phone. So that kind of just sold me straight away when I heard about the Quality of players
0: that we're playing against, uh, on with, I was kind of hope so straight away. Yeah, like I I know a couple of lads that um that that played up there, and uh, like they they talk about it all the time that they loved it up there. So um that, I think they won the championship, or they got to the final, or something like that. So like it is it's a great program. It's probably one of the best in Canada. So uh, they'll definitely. Take care of you. Um, so you, I, I know when I was talking to you, you said that you're going to be playing for the Foothills out in Calgary for, uh, when you come over. Um, so I just keep asking this stuff. It's just weird. I, I, I don't understand how these things work. It just, it just seems to be like networking seems to be the best way. Well, uh, th- was that the same lad who, play, who was playing in BC that got you there?
1: No, that was it was actually the coach of uh, CBU that got me there because that was one of the things when he was talking to me on the phone because obviously they don't start their season till I think August or something pre-season starts. And so he rang me, it was like probably November, December when I was talking to him and he was saying, I want you to come over in uh, August. And I was kind of saying to him, I was like, look, it's like, as good as, as the opportunity sounds, like that. that's going to be me out of football for like a year because I couldn't, enter. I play from now on, I lose eligibility. So I couldn't have stayed and played for Cabin and then gone over in August because I would have lost years. I wouldn't have been able to graduate then on time. So I was kind of saying to him, I was like, look, I'd love to come over now, but I can't wait until August for no football. I think that's that's me out of the game for way too long. So he said, uh, oh, I know uh, the coach of a team up in Calgary, they play in the USL too. Uh, A lot of our lads go there for the summer. He's like, I can't promise anything, but I can put you in touch with the coach and see if he'd be interested in bringing you in for the summer. So I was kind of just that, you know. It's kind of not one person, then led to another thing. And then the same kind of thing, just got in touch and talked to the coach a little bit and
0: ended up, yeah, signing me up for the summer. That's great, man. You're going to you're gonna love Canada. Canada is a great place to live. I've been here 10 years now, and um, the people are great and uh, they'll definitely take care of you. So when you're out there, like, uh, are you going to be staying, like, with, have they hooked you up in an apartment? or Are you going to be staying with a family? What way does that work?
1: Uh, I think they I'm not too sure. I know, I know they've sorted us out accommodation. I think a lot of the lads on the team stay together, whether it's our own place or I think it might be, I think we might stay with a family or with a kind of like a digs kind of a thing. But like, that, that's the thing. Like, you don't get that when you come over to Ireland, like, the, where the team will like sort you all out with like a house and like help you out with food and, and anything you need. Like, it's just that, that's the best thing about, about going abroad. Like, the, the things they go through for their players
0: is like second to none. They they proper take care of you. Like. And to be honest with you, I mean, like, you know, you know like if you, had you stayed in Ireland, it's great playing for Cabin Thiele and you might get picked up by somebody if you're lucky, but you're not getting much of an education in the background, all right? At least with this, like, you've got, you know, if football doesn't work out for you, at least you're going to have a degree or whatever it is here. So, um, it's definitely worth you doing. So, uh, the foothills are really, like one of the top teams here in Canada too, so I think you're going to do really well there. So you come here in August. Has anybody talked to you about the way uh, Cape Breton is uh, or Halifax or anything like that?
1: Yeah, I've spoke to a couple of lads. I spoke to uh, one or two lads off the team were on the phone to me a good bit. To be fair to them, like as soon as they heard I was being recruited, they reached out to me straight away. Just kind of because obviously. The coach can only tell you so much about the place, whereas the players you'll kind of you'll, you'll get better insight about kind of what life is like up there. So to be to be fair, it, it sounds deadly. The only thing I'm a bit worried about is the weather because they're telling me they own a lot of kind of skiing trips and stuff like that, and uh, I think I might end up getting myself in a few accidents. I
0: don't know if the coach <laughs> wants me going there. <laughs> so so it's it's not like if you've been to Indiana and you've survived, it, man, you, like it's not as bad here. Like it's uh Cape and gets worse then. Than Halifax, like Cape Breton, like it's uh, quite a bit of snow and stuff like that. But it's not going to be minus thirty and stuff like that. Like Calgary, would be the same as Indiana. So I think you'll survive. Um, Actually, don't stay away from the skiing. I went on a
1: snowboard yeah, exactly. once when I was in yeah. Indiana, and oh my, it, it wasn't a it wasn't a good experience to say the
0: least. I I can I can honestly tell you that Irish people don't have great balance because I went I went snowboarding once and I think I went down one hill and then just went to the pub. So. I hear you, yeah. man. <laughs> we're not, we're, we're not, we're not going out for the sun, and we're not going out for mountains. Uh, no, I, I miss yeah. it on the slopes.
1: I'll, I'll just go straight to the pub, and i meet you there after.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so, like um, I, I said, like uh, it'd be great if, you, if you're running coming down to Halifax, uh, check out Wanderers game. Their, their season starts in April, and I think it goes right through until October, so you should be here for a few games. So um, You're going to love it. If you need anything, let me know. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out to, to talk to, to to talk to me you about uh, your adventures. on, mate, cheers, thanks for having me on, I appreciate it. Bring
1: me sunshine in your smile.
0: Bring me laughter all the while in this world where should be more happiness so much joy you can give to each brand new bright tomorrow make me happy through the years never bring me any tears you've been listening to the down the pub podcast thanks to keen for joining me this week i really enjoyed our chat and best of luck to him in calgary Who knows, we may see him in a Wanderers jersey someday. Thanks again, everyone, for the support. It's really appreciated. If there's anything you'd like us to talk about or you'd like to be on the show, please reach out to us on Facebook and on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Head to to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, cheers.